But um, first, just what's your name and what do you do at Kajabi? I'm Lilia, and I'm a, I'm an individual in Kajabi. Yes. How <laughs> for the you, last four years. For the last four years. Yeah, okay. but been here longer. How long? Like, so when did you start? Two thousand and seven. Then internship right here for two months, mm. elective term. Then zero uh, nine internship for one year. Left for how many months? Eight months. Then came back in twenty ten mm. October, and uh, stayed till I went back for residency. Then okay. came back fully in twenty fifteen. So you've come and gone and come <laughs> exactly. and gone and come and gone. Wow. For, who's your husband? I mean, when did you guys meet? I have a feeling that yes. has to do with some yes. of the coming yes. and going. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. He's George, and uh, he also works here in Kijabe. We actually met in undergraduate. So it was in Kijabe, okay. yeah, way before, in our third year of uh, undergraduate um, medicine and surgery. So when we came to Kijabe for the first time, we were already dating. Okay. <laughs> yeah, people think that we actually met here, but we didn't. Uh, that's fine. Yeah. Lillian, Lillian is head of OB. GYN, as oh, we right. call it in oh. America. Here you say OBSGYN. Is OBSGYN, that right? yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then George was head of internal medicine, but now he's promoted, I right? I think inpatient subdivision head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. Inpatient subdivision a, head. Yeah. Both of them do so much for the hospital. Um, they're just amazing. What, what we've been talking about lately and working on is uh, some, some of your needs for, um, for the OB department's some of them we've gotten sorted. Some are still in process. Mm-hmm. Um, two years ago, we were having a big problem with just the delivery room. Yeah. Um, and oh, now that's yeah. finally done. Oh, and thank God. At least we can walk in and smile and not feel embarrassed. Yeah. Yeah. That used to be my nightmare. Like, uh, for example, patients come yeah. and uh, maybe they have no clue where the delivery room is. And once they are getting to their second stage... They walk into this place that is so, let me just use the word, ugly. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, just not conducive for delivery. Mm. Yeah, so that used to be a very big problem to me. Yeah. Yeah, the shelves, the space itself, the beds, the walls. Mm. It was nothing close to a happy moment for a woman who's delivering maybe her first child. So yeah. Yeah. I'm happy. Yeah, and now it's now it's really nice. Yeah, and um, thank you. Yes, yeah, for spearheading that process of yeah, innovation. It's, a, it's amazing. Um, I mean, it's night and day different. And I think I think there's just a transition that we're going through, not just in Kajabi but in Kenya, mm-hmm. um, to where the the bare minimum is not acceptable anymore. No, it's not. No, we have to give the best. I think we we just have to give the best to our women and to any patient who walks through any hospital. Yeah, so I think we've gotten used to the poverty mentality to the point that we are not willing to go the extra mile to make things better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we just want to survive as opposed to just living, living today. I like that, the extra mile. Because that, that's really what what this is all about. We were just having a conversation actually with a doctor um, who wanted to come visit a clinic where they're doing kind of more open surgeries rather than mm-hmm. laparoscopy. Yeah. <laughs> um, which, which is, I mean, that's reality for a lot of places. But here in Kajabi, I feel like we have the option to do things with excellence. Yes. That's why you're here. That's why we are here. Yeah. To make the difference and uh, I think to live our purpose too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which means excellence in everything, literally. 
where we've come in or what we've been talking about a bit is just really how, how as friends of Kajabi, we could help with the OBGYN or OBSGYN departments with what is feasible to do and, and really what's, mm-hmm. what's the Christian thing to do in some ways. Yeah. Um, but so why don't you tell me about, I guess, the kind of the patients that you think or the, I don't know if you call them patient populations or demographics, but who have been the most stressful. And then also we kind of agree that these would be the easiest to address some mm-hmm. of their needs. Among the patient populations that uh, we've been concerned about or have had uh, more of a special interest about have been cancer patients who come and need urgent care, yet they're not able to pay for the services to be offered. And uh, these are majorly patients who are coming and they don't have the national insurance cover. So, and the national cover requires around three months before it matures, even if someone was to apply as soon as the diagnosis is made. But that is too late to wait, too long to wait for such. Because cancer, uh, usually they've waited too long anyway, exactly. right? Yeah, so by the time they are coming, we just need to make those radical decisions at that point. So as much as it may be a small population, we feel like the care they deserve should be accorded to them regardless of their financial status. And uh, that's why we feel they need support. The other group is... Um... Well, let me pause you first before you okay. go on. So you, so for, um, for gyne-onc patients, gynecology-oncology patients, mm-hmm. do they require surgery and chemotherapy or sometimes just surgery? Mm-hmm. Or how does... So it depends on the type of cancer they have and uh, the stage... Um, or spread there'll be those who are early for example early cervical cancer cases they will definitely just require surgery and possibly that is it unless they have uh, evidence of spread like in the lymph nodes Mm -hmm. which would mean they need chemo radiation so it's surgery Mm -hmm. and then after that chemotherapy combined with radiotherapy Mm -hmm. Uh, and in case of radiation therapy they have to be referred out of Kijabe but chemo, um, you can usually do yeah. here now? Yes. Yeah. Like for ovarian cancer, most of those cases will go through surgery first. And then eventually, most of them will require chemotherapy after, which can be uh, uh, given to them within Kijabe. For some, some are street referrals. For example, advanced cases, then it means they are not operable. So we just refer either for chemo or the combined chemo- chemotherapy and radiation therapy. Mm. Yeah. So just depends on the type in the other stage mm. yeah so the few that we're able to handle here are those requiring surgery and possibly chemotherapy yeah yeah mm. and this is becoming a big issue in kenya i mean it's it is, all actually. over the news yeah it's all over the news uh, i think partly it's because of uh, improved diagnostics mm. and uh, our there is also more advocacy for screening and uh, just detection, mm. though we still have enough people succumbing. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's over 3,000 cancer deaths every, you know. Every That's what? just for gyne- gynecology mm. cases, especially cervical cancer, like mm. over 3,000 deaths every year for cervical cancer. Oh, every year. Yeah. Wow. So that's just one element of gynecology, not even to mention all other types of cancers. Yeah, so for Kijabi, I think our joy has been trying to grow that in terms of um, being able to sort patients at an affordable cost 
uh, compared to what they'd have to pay in a place like Nairobi. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and over the years, we've been growing the numbers of patients who can access this care mm-hmm. at that lower cost. For example, in 2016, we had 11 cancer surgeries for gynae. Mm-hmm. So in 2017, we rose to 31 cases mm-hmm. of uh, oncology surgeries. In 2018, we had 41. So we are hoping that this year we can even um, get a higher number of cancers that have been early, detected early for them to get the surgical management. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think the numbers are going up because now there is more awareness and uh, patients are coming through referrals. And we're also doing aggressive screening, especially for cervical cancer. Mm. Yeah. And the other, I don't know if it would directly relate to your patient population in Kajabi, like how many of these surgeries you're doing, but life expectancy in Kenya oh. has mm. grown <laughs> one year every year for the last 15 years. <laughs> so literally 15 years ago, the life expectancy was, I think, 48, and now it's 63. Yes, it's 63 now. Yeah. That's so it's wild. A, it's an improvement. Yeah. As much as we know many are still dying, I yeah. really think there is something positive happening in terms mm-hmm. of just improving maybe, okay, maybe it's the primary health care, mm-hmm. followed by, you know, just generally advocacy for many things and, yeah. and uh, health being one of the big agenda yeah. for the president. We are seeing a lot happening, yeah. even in the county places. Yeah. yeah, but you appreciate that they're doing mm-hmm. something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, so that's um. Yeah. So that's gynecology, oncology. And then what's your other uh? What's your other big patient demographic that you? It seems like you personally stress over this. This isn't like <laughs> this isn't something out there. This is very close to your heart. Yeah. Yeah. I um, for gynecology, I think mainly because uh, I've also lost family mm. uh, through cancer. And I really think that there is so much we could do in terms of primary prevention and early detection, mm-hmm. which is not really emphasized so much. I think for Kijabi, that's one area that we could actually do well in. The second part or the second uh, type of uh, population that we see are young pregnant women who need emergency care and they can't access to the point of saying, don't admit me. And we know whatever is expected on the other side, the quality that uh, they'll get is way substandard. Um, for example, a patient who comes with uh, preeclampsia in pregnancy at 30 weeks, seven months of pregnancy, and the baby requires a newborn ICU admission, and the mom is too sick, maybe requiring HDU or ICU care. Clearly, you can't refer such a patient because of finances. So there are those few women who will come, especially the younger women, uh, teenage girls with unplanned pregnancies coming with no insurance cover, requiring emergency obstetric, what you call it, ob- uh, comprehensive obstetric care. I think that population is at risk, very high risk for high mobility and mortality, yeah, for both mom and baby. Mm. And... Uh, there may be few, but those few deserve to live. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. and you're concerned, yeah. I mean, you're concerned specifically about abortion or if the baby does come, what happens to the baby afterwards, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And actually, we've had uh, different encounters, especially for the younger 
primary school, high school girls coming and wanting a termination from our facility and we said no. But even as we say no, we are supposed to be giving them solutions, alternatives to that. So who is going to help with the, the clinics? Because it's already a high-risk pregnancy by virtue of age, by virtue of them wanting to terminate. So who takes care of the clinic bills? Who takes care of the delivery? Who takes care of the child after in the postpartum clinic reviews? If baby requires specialized care, what happens? So these are young girls who are prone to depression, psychosis, and suicide. And uh, I feel they deserve better because that's a point of ministering actually to them. Yeah, because I think those few hours we spend with them are enough to actually change their lives. Not just because of their condition, but even in terms of eternity. So these high-risk patients that come to us and they don't have better options... I think they deserve more, especially those younger ones, yeah, with unplanned or what you call crisis pregnancies. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Because yeah. there's v- v- precious few resources in Kenya for things like that, right? I mean, Very few. Actually, you are condemned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, such young people are, number one, condemned by society mm. for making wrong choices. Two, there are no options given to them. If there is, there are actually poor options like terminating. And by termination means going to the back streets. Yeah, so the few will go to the back streets to terminate. They will actually, it is cheaper, of course. Mm. Yeah, and it won't be known. <laughs> and uh, that has still resulted in uh, high mortalities for our girls. Because among the top five killers in our country still have uh, abortion. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, somewhere beyond hemorrhage and hypertension, still have abortion topping because of uh, girls going to the back streets for termination of pregnancies. So as we take care of them and do abstinence and uh, use of protection, when all those steps have been bypassed, I think we also need to have some solutions for these girls. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I've yeah. seen Kajabi. I've I've seen Kajabi babies be placed in homes. Yeah, there are many options. It's just that I think um, mm-hmm. we don't take that time. There is the time that has to be spent. Yeah, uh, working with such. There mm-hmm. is the financial aspect that has to be considered from mm-hmm. way before, during pregnancy delivery and thereafter. And uh, mm-hmm. I think if we had. We have very we have a few rescue homes mm-hmm. that are actually doing a good job for these girls. The thing is, not all of them will go to the rescue homes. So, yeah. can we be a kind of a sort of rescue home in terms of the medical care that you are giving? And what we can do is make sure that they are not they're not making bad decisions yeah. because of a lack of finance. Exactly. I mean, a delivery in Kajabi is you know. 250 or 300 US dollars, mm-hmm. you know, that's yeah, that's that could be all person. that it takes, yeah, yeah, for them to actually say there is hope, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Who, who is the one you were telling me about with the that came with the grandmother? Yeah, so yeah, at least a happy one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, this was a 16 year old who um got pregnant while in that would be form two and uh. For you guys, it should be grade 10, 
yeah, mm. tenth grade. Yeah, so she came to our clinic, and every time during the visit, she'd be accompanied by the grandma. Mm. Yeah, who would pay the bills for the clinics. And uh, even when she came in labor, she was right at her bedside, supporting her and uh, ensuring that she was okay. And uh, this was our grandmother who'd lost her daughter, but the daughter left her with her grandchild, who was this young girl that became pregnant. <laughs> mm. So this was a great grandchild that she was taking care of now after her delivery. And uh, I think what really just made my heart kind of feel warm was the love and the fact that she was there to support her and tell her that I'm here and I will pay your bills and I'll take care of my great grandchild and you will go back to school yeah mm. after the first few months and so our joy was seeing uh, kind of that love shown uh, to this young girl who possibly would have opted for termination if there was no support. Yeah. And so the, those uh, rare ones whereby the grandmother is able to afford some coins to actually work with her through the journey. Yeah. And mm. uh, simple things, yeah. And uh, no fancy clothes for the baby, but at least some few coins to even just buy a packet of chips to say, I'm here for you. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah so... Well, one one other one that was special, yeah, for for several of us. For, for me personally, it was mm-hmm. the first first time I walked through this process. Um, was a was a teenager who came in um, with a pregnancy. I think it may have been twins, and they lost one twin. But the second one, I mean, they were early. It may mm-hmm. have been thirty or thirty two weeks. Uh-huh that that one went to went to the ICU immediately and mm-hmm. you know i i'd heard about it from from <laughs> i think dr mary adam hey there's this little baby and the mom is gone you know she's abandoned um mm-hmm. but i think every all the nurses wow. everybody at the hospital kind of took it and, you know said okay this is our baby yeah, um oh. but that was that was the first person that we ever crowdfunded for individually wow. for mm-hmm. her care um the way it happened, though, was amazing because I would just walk through the NICU one day and I had a camera and she looked up at me and just raised her hands up. Oh, like, you know, wow. it, was, it was amazing. Wow. I'm like, you want, you want this picture, don't you? You want people to take care of you. And <laughs> now she's amazing. two years old and wow. she's, I mean, at that time, oh, because I remember yeah. that picture, she was wearing a diaper that came up to her <laughs> to neck. <the> neck. <laughs> exactly. And that's now you see her, she's just round wow, and that's chubby. Really yeah. Mm. So... And for what it takes to do the right thing, I don't yeah. know. In my mind, I'm like, gosh, this is such a tiny amount of money um, mm. to uh, change a, change somebody's life. I mean, hopefully for the mother and the baby yeah. and mm-hmm. to help them. Sure. Wow. How do we close? I guess one, one thing for you guys listening to know, um, we do have some general funding coming in right now toward, um, toward this. We hope that that can increase more over the years um, as as our um, as some of our OBGYNs become involved. But also, any of you guys who might be listening to this, um, you know, anybody who's giving toward the Friends Fund, um, a portion of that goes to vulnerable patients. And basically, we just want to say yes. You know, when somebody mm-hmm. needs something, right? That's yeah. the goal. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's true. Uh, anything you would like to add? 
Yeah, just requesting humbly for support mm-hmm. wherever it comes from. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, of course we are very grateful for um those who've had Kijabi in their minds. Mm-hmm. And uh, whichever way they support, whether by giving us human resource, whether it's financial, whether it's prayers, encouragement, I think that is really appreciated. Yeah. Absolutely.